Hello, I would like to take this opportunity for every members of the group to read a little passage from Ignited Bones, Saga of the Good Time Pagans. Intro, alone in her room, drowning in her emotional darkness, PTSD off the charts, Sable Ann laid sideways in her DNA-soaked California king bed, linens totally drenched. Her lover, Major Bobby Glenn, had left behind not only his ultimatum earlier, you will bend to my will, like it or not, girly, but all types of sultry fluids and pheromones. Dismay and bewilderment from their earlier emotionally prurient and verbal combat that evening made her bones ache with salient reprobation. No pain, no gain was her mindset. Sable Ann's damn boudoir at this point felt like a fire-charged space. Trickles of salted tears dripped slowly down Sable Ann's face. They raced to the clips of her chiseled jawline and chin, finally falling onto her black and blue satin duvet. This time was not about the usual argument filled with vitriolic diatribes and innuendos, then hard-charging and heart-racing lovemaking. The revelation, or rather reality check, cut her insides like a jagged-edged hunting knife. Her insides felt like bloodied guts emotionally. As Sable lay there suffering in abominable silence, she clenched the covers tightly between her fingers, struggling like crazy, cognitively unaware of her actions. Bobby's words still hung in the air, tormenting her. She fought against the offensive words spoken by her estranged lover. You are a fucking stubborn, uppity, and snarky bitch, Sable Ann. Still resonated from the fight earlier that evening between the two fire-breathing dragons, and fire-breathing dragons they were. There was nothing left unsmoked verbally in that fire-charred space besides Sable Ann, her thoughts, resentment, and pain. That damn boy's words were nothing short of gut-wrenching and beyond the pale. How dare he? Their argument this time around was just that fucking off the charts and crazy. Very powerful stuff. Ignited Bones is no joke, guys. I just wanted to take a moment to just give you an idea of how powerful and gripping and riveting Ignited Bones really is as a story and the storyline. And this is why I call it a film noir and a book because it's almost like a movie you're watching and you really want to see it and visualize it. Also, the reason I call it Saga of the Good Time Pagans is because, you know, libertine get used over and over and over again. But I think by more social, polite societies, that good time pagans, because that's what they were, they had a very paganistic point of view about life and having that good time and just pushing life to the edge, the edge. But they fought like cats and dogs. It was no joke. And I think in the book, 
you, the reader, you're going on that journey. You're going on a cognitive journey, an emotional journey, but you're also will be confronted with your own convictions. And that's what a book should do. Have the reader and reviewer, their modesties either shocked or just touch them in a way that most books do not, especially romance books. Um, When I say film noir, I mean because it's that sultry, dark conflict. There's something going on constantly. They're in and out of the rabbit hole, emotionally and mentally and physically. Physically, they're at the next level. They have leveled up their hedonism. But there's so much love and passion behind it, which make the reader want to delve into their psyche. Why are they like this? What is this about? Is this about selfishness, childish indignations? Or is this really about need? Just need, simple as that. But it's a really, really good book. Go out and get it, read it, review it, (laughs) please. I think you guys are really, really going to like this. And just to give you a little backstory, Brian Carpenter is the my cover model. He is also a Hollywood actor, stuntman, fitness guru, but he's also a retired Chippendale dancer. Whoop, whoop. But the best thing about Brian is his heart. He's charming, charismatic, caring, and one of the most loving gentlemen and respectful gentlemen I know. He's the last of a dying breed for a guy who lives in New Jersey. (laughs) To me, he has that old South Southern gentry mannerism about him. But he has inspired me. I've had that picture since 2007. That's how long he has pushed me and stood by me and just been patient. So this book was really, was very heartfelt for me to write. It was a, was a journey because I was nervous about publishing it, delving in, but I I like the outcome. It's a really good book. It's a powerful book. It's different than anything you will read. I can assure you of that. And different work because it's it's a lot of diversity, a lot of um, conflict, struggle. But it's a struggle for a type of survival. The characters have that existential... I love to have my characters with the existential characteristics, existential ideologies. Because philosophies of life and love go hand, they're hand in a glove. And people do not realize that. But that said, 
guys get the book enjoy it i hope you enjoyed the read this is you know i love doing my little fireside chats this is different for me <laughs> i'm a little nervous but i want to thank you guys for your support thank you for being in the group i'm loving it i'm loving the interaction let's motivate each other inspire each other be respectful to each other and just be there for one another. So have a great day, a weekend, carpe diem. Be safe and please, please wash your hands. Be careful of food you eat with this coronavirus. This is real, folks. Take care of yourselves. Get that bleach, that germicidal bleach from Clorox. They're running out fast. I love you guys. And you are a blessing to me. May God bless you and keep you all. Goodbye. And I will talk to you soon.